So one of the online voiceover casting sites that we highly recommend is Voice123. The quantity and the quality of auditions are some of the best. And not only is the quantity and quality good, but your Voice123 dashboard can give you such great insight that's helpful for your career. Yeah, you can actually see when clients favor you, like your audition, and even your booking ratio, which really helps you understand your sweet spot even better and how you can best serve your clients. Voice123 is offering a 15% discount for a new yearly membership, beginning with the $395 tier. And I made my membership amount back with one booked job. And I actually just signed up. If you're interested, see the link in the show notes or description. To get 15% off your new Voice123 membership. You're listening to the Atlanta VoiceOver Studio and ProVoiceOverTraining.com podcast. Hey, I'm Mike Stout. And I'm Heidi Rue. We're both full-time voice talent and owners of Atlanta VoiceOver Studio and ProVoiceOverTraining.com. AVS is a recording and training studio in Atlanta with virtual options available to join. And ProVoiceOverTraining.com offers on-demand video resources to better your voiceover career. Our purpose in creating both of these is to give you the resources you need to create the career you want. And that's exactly why this podcast exists as well. Each month, we bring on an expert to share their industry knowledge, insight, and helpful tips. Visit AtlantaVoiceOverStudio.com and ProVoiceOverTraining.com for more great resources. Okay, I'm so excited to have Jem Kennelly, who's the owner of Lotus Productions, and Sam Euphret here. Sam has been running the board there since 2017 and is just such an integral part of the studio. And if you're not familiar with Lotus Productions, it's an audio recording studio in New York that offers services in casting, directing, recording. They are also a recognized leader in the realm of AI and text-to-speech. And we're going to talk to Jim and Sam. We could talk to them about so many things and they are so um, just on the nose and like in the know of everything that's going on in the industry. But today we're specifically going to talk to them about AI and text-to-speech and the impact that it's having on the voiceover industry and what impact it will have on the future. So I'm so excited to have you guys here. Of course, you know how much I adore you both. Um, And some people may not know um, both of y'all's individual journeys to where you are. So I was wanting to know if Jim, you could kind of share how you became, how you even founded Lotus Productions. And then Sam, what, where was the interest that first started as an audio engineer and then how you were led to Lotus? Well, great. Thanks, Heidi. It's a pleasure to be with you and the Atlanta VoiceOver Studio. Uh, you play an important role in uh, the VoiceOver community. So, of course, we're very happy to join you on the podcast. Uh, I started out as a location sound man. I travel around the world about three times doing documentary filmmaking. And that experience led me to understand that diversity is important in voice, that there's advertising communities in Nicaragua and in Cambodia, not just in New York, Chicago, and LA. So it led me to believe that you have to have a level playing field. You have to trust talent from all around the world and get involved with as many talents as you can. And that led Lotus Productions under my guide to become a global voiceover company. Uh, I became a local New York guy when I wanted to get married and stop traveling around the world <laughs> and build my life and with my wife and my family. But uh, owning a studio in Manhattan has been exciting. I've been in the business for 40 years now. Voiceover wow. is always changing. It always has wonderful people in it, and it creates 
a wonderful chance for opportunities to grow and meet new people, such as Sam Euphrat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, awesome, Heidi. Thank you for having us on the show. It's always so much fun to go on these things because I am allowed to be an absolute gremlin on air and it's recorded. Pure proof that I am just disaster incarnate. So <laughs> um, I got started with audio. Um, I graduated from American University in Washington, D.C. in 2015. Uh, post-grad, I was freelancing. Uh, for anybody in the D.C., Virgin uh, Maryland, Virginia area, you're probably going to be familiar with WTOP. I was a freelancer for WTOP and also for WFED, which at the time was known as Federal News Radio, but now it's Federal News oh. Network. Um, and I was a freelancer for them too. I, you know, ran the board there. Um, I was an editor and many things like that. Um, and I kind of wanted to stay in that realm. I really liked audio. I just found an interest for radio and podcasting and everything when I was going through broadcast school. And, you know, one day I'm like, you know, I kind of want to just see where my other options are. Ended up back up in New York and then I met Jim and I've been there ever since. Wow. And it is such a great partnership. I mean, I know that it's not just you two, too, that work at Lotus, but everybody, the whole team, is it's a great team. I mean, and great people obviously attract great people as well. So I think that that has a lot to do with it. But Thank you. <laughs> today we are talking about AI and text-to-speech, which could elicit some major fear in voice talent. I've heard the chatter amongst other voice talent. But before we talk about that fear, let's first understand the point of view of the client or brand. Because obviously, it's appealing to brands or clients. So why is that? What, what's that coming from? Well, what's happening in marketing today is there, there's going to be an increase in personalization and specialization. So as that demand of volume and efficiency comes into the way we market ourselves uh, across the world, you're going to need AI to create that information and to funnel down the data to make it so personalized. And to deliver it, we're going to need synthesized voices to deliver that quality that younger consumers are going to be familiar with. Uh, what's important to remember is that a synthesized version of a voice actor's voice can help brands build consistency. So you could have a live recording with you, Heidi, have you in a direction, do all that. But if you're on vacation, if it happens to be at night, or we have to get content so quickly to mm -hmm. our clients, we can use the synthesized version of your voice to keep brand consistency, but also deliver with the speed that's going to be necessary to succeed in a modern marketplace. Hmm. And how has it impacted the industry so far? Because we're not quite there yet, obviously, that tons of brands and clients are adopting this, but how has it impacted it so far? So I would say um, we've definitely seen an increase in use and in, you know, front forward facing availability to the markets and things like that. For most AI related jobs, I would say right now, it, it seems like the consensus is, especially for talents and clients, it's okay if it's in the back end, maybe not so much in the f like front end. Mm -hmm. So now we're actually starting to see a little bit more forward facing ads. Uh, Google releases their own ads with the voice of um, the Google Assistant. Um, the Echo ads also have Alexa occasionally, depending on what uh, medium you're grabbing it from. And then... Um, you know, we're actually starting to see it being used in actual ads that are going to be digital facing. There are a few on YouTube that I've seen running. Um, 
and you know, it's starting to make its way. I think people are finally becoming more comfortable with the idea that AI is advertised. Like mm-hmm. it seems like it's starting to kind of gain a little bit of traction. Um, and I think it also has a lot to do with who's consuming the media. I mean, thinking about it, probably the majority of people who are plugged in digitally are going to be, um, you know, late stage Gen X, millennial, and then uh, Gen Z. You know, of course, there are plenty of baby boomers who use the internet, but like having that deep connection to it, that deep understanding of it, I think that now it's like we're seeing the generational divide develop into this moment of, oh, okay, AI voices don't bother me because I grew up Mm. around them. So it's like when you start seeing that, you're going to start seeing the shift in AI starting to advertise. I wouldn't be surprised if I see certain brands like Samsung doing it. So it, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So do you think that, like, going forward for the future, do you think that will it stick to mainly, like, main brands? Or do you think that a lot of brands are going to start using these voices? Or how will it impact the future? It really becomes a matter of who does it first. It's like, I think everybody's just a little too afraid to take the first step. So they're waiting to see who else does it. And then from there, you're going to probably see the bigger brands starting to embrace it. Mm -hmm. So... A lot, there's still a little bit of trepidation, but once we get over that hurdle, we're going to start seeing it way more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're optimistic that AI will create more jobs in the and in, in voice and in marketing uh, industries at large. Then it will make them obsolete. Uh, but professionals really do need to start to educate themselves and reevaluate their roles and their skills if they want to participate in this really life changing technology that's about to land in our time. Right. Right. Since you since you both have that point of view of casting, um, what even determines the right voice? I mean, you said, like, let's be ready. Well, how do we even know what that right voice is, like a good AI or text-to-speech voice? Well, I don't think there's any good AI voice or text-to-speech voice. That's something that Sam and I, Lotus Productions, really started looking at this opportunity about five years ago. And one of the questions Sam and I have been working on with uh, text-to-speech or speech-to-speech developers is what makes a good AI voice? Mm -hmm. What's the best way to record that initial moment of content, be it two hours, four hours, six hours of of audio content that will translate into a well-cooked voice to make your synthesized voice? Uh, That'll be a whole new field of research and technology Mm -hmm. for educators and young audio engineers. Sam has a couple of tips and suggestions that she always always gives to talent when they're about to have their voice synthesized. So maybe Sam can point to that. Yeah. So some of the patterns we've seen, I think, with uh, what voices cook well in um, the AI pressure cooker, let's just kind of call it that, <laughs> um, it, they tend to be people who are conversational. I know that's like the buzzword that for some odd reason, like, a lot of people hate in this industry. I'm not sure why. As a direction, it's just a natural sort of direction. Um, The whole reason conversationals become such a big part of how we do voiceover now is because it's meant to gear us towards AI-related voices. Uh, One of the things that I notice pretty often is the more succinct and pointed that somebody talks, the more choppy the the AI comes out. But if, you know, conversationally, you and me are just talking like this. Hmm. It synthesizes well because um, it's able to just work with the the sounds of it a lot better. That's so interesting. Because, you know, when we, as voice talent, when we hear the AI, or when you think of like Siri or Alexa, you think of like the 
like choppy a little, you know, that there's this kind of like rhythm mm-hmm. to it. Um, and so that that's really just so interesting and a great reminder for us. Um, okay. Now I know that you guys have heard the stories, of course, voice talent have heard the horror stories about talent having their voice used for purposes like beyond what was initially agreed upon. And it is a whole new genre to understand. And I know that we're all still under trying to understand it, but what are some red flags that talent should look for? Or when if they get an audition for an AI or text-to-speech job? Well, we need to have some hard conversations as an industry now to help make sure that AI is human-centered, that it you know that voice actors are properly compensated for their expertise. And uh, there are groups, very active groups. Lotus is a part of it with the Open Voice Network, where we're having these discussions. We also have discussions with the Performers Union, SAG-AFTRA. We have discussions with Equity in the UK. Uh, what are some of the red flags that people might consider when they uh, start to, to audition for these projects? Obviously, who has control of the voice and the use, the extension? Like, is it going to be used for a year, two years in perpetuity? Uh, that's some, a question just like normal voiceover, mm-hmm. just like normal voiceover projects. You, you just ask the same questions. Yeah. How long are you going to use my voice? What is it going to be used for? Who has the ultimate control of what it's used for? Can I say, no, I don't want it to be used for alcohol and tobacco. Can I say it mm-hmm. shouldn't be used for this pr- purpose or that purpose? And uh, these are questions that brands and producers are getting used to hearing mm-hmm. from talent. Because the conversation is both ways. Again, it's in its infancy. So we're all creating a new industry. So the more that we share the way that each of us works, uh, creative content people, designers, and developers are coming from one AI world. Mm -hmm. And voiceover actors, agents, managers, studios are coming from another traditional voiceover world. And we need to have open conversations where we can bridge each other and start to understand each other's industries. And then you'll see success. But it it takes like-minded people encouraging one another and really believing that we can do something good with this, you know, profound technological shift. It's really one of the most profound technological shifts in human history. And we get to live it. So we should be excited about it. That is such a great way to put it. I love that perspective, Jim. That's awesome. What what should talent expect? I know you guys have had talent that have booked these AI and text-to-speech jobs. So what is talent should we expect if we do book it? Because it's a whole other, it's like a whole other ballgame if you've only, you know, recorded commercials or in, industrials or something. Um, yeah, it's really going to depend on who they're working with. Everybody has a different system. Ones that we've seen are typically they ask you to read X amount of copy for X amount of time. Uh, it could really depend on what kind of engine they're working with, how they want to uh, synthesize you. There's a whole bunch of different factors. But, um, you know, just I say the main thing is just to kind of keep in mind some sessions could be longer. You may just be reading things like TED Talks or poems or stories, um, kids books, things like that. Um, I would also say, uh, you know, in terms of being prepared, I think it would be a really good idea to kind of just familiarize yourself with what a lot of these uh, people are saying, going back to Jim's point mm-hmm. about being able to find people on social media, yeah. y- you really have to be plugged in. You really have to be actively doing your research for this. Mm-hmm. It's super important that you get involved because if you know how that side of the industry talks and you have a like an understanding of it, it's going to make things flow so much smoother rather than right. just kind of saying, oh, I'm going to just wing it when it happens. You always want to come in a little prepared. 
Right, right. One of the things that just based off what you were talking about, we we had just recorded um, a, a text-to-speech job here at the studio. And the the talent that had booked it, she said, I really wish that I had just auditioned in my natural voice because she auditioned in a different voice. She like went a little deeper, a little warmer. And she's like, I just did not, I wasn't thinking that I would have to do this voice consistently for hours upon hours upon hours. And I thought that's such a good reminder for talent that some talent just don't think about, you know? So yeah, those are great, great tips. That that's a good point. It's 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 always whenever you're doing a voiceover, be yourself. Yeah. Everything's about authenticity. <laughs> yeah. uh, any synthetic or traditional voiceovers, they they're hiring you because of something special about you, mm-hmm. who you are. Your voice is uniquely connected to your own personal experiences and emotions, and that's what you know. Producers, particularly younger producers like Sam and Jillian, another young woman who works with us, uh, that's what they're looking for. That's what the, our clients are listening for. Yeah. Oh, you can sniff out that authenticity, can't you, Sam? <laughs> oh, very much so. You got like so. an authenticity radar. <laughs> oh, yeah. We always try to tell people to be the authentic and, you know, that's it's it's the best way to be. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. I you have so much knowledge and you I I just um you know, I know I've told this story a million times, but when we first met you guys, um I just was so blown away. You you um are so humble, but yet you're just so on top of everything, so in the know, and and so giving to our whole voiceover community. So thank you for giving to us today um, with just sharing your expertise. Please go follow Lotus on social because they, they're they on top of everything as far as that goes. We'll put the links um, below in the show notes so that you can follow them and find out more about them and, and stay in the know. So thank you so much, Sam and Jim. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you, Heidi. A pleasure to be here. We look forward to being part of building a new voice economy together. It's going to be great. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs>